Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. So today's episode is a little bit absurd, and I hope that you've heard many other episodes of Beating Cancer Daily, because when I say today's topic, you're going to be like, what are you talking about, Sarah? This is so funny. I am going to tell you something that somebody said to me who wasn't around when I beat stage four cancer, but met me later in life. We were sitting in a van with a group of women, and I was explaining to someone that I had beaten stage four cancer. And this woman in the van literally said, but you were cancer, Barbie. (laughs) What does that mean even? But I thought with all the craze going on about Barbie, that it would be really fun to tell this story. If you haven't seen the movie with Margot Robbie, directed by Greta Gerwig, a little bit of this might not make sense, but if you have seen it, you'll probably start laughing. So I think this woman was insulting me, but complimenting me at the same time, stating that I was like the Margot Robbie Barbie but actually I was much more like the Kate McKinnon Barbie. So (laughs) I'll let that sink in if you've seen the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, it means that she was trying to say that I had the charmed, beautiful cancer experience where I looked perfect all the time and I never had anything go wrong instead of just being the very dysfunctional, bald, quirky Barbie. But I actually really was more like the quirky Barbie. And I went bald. I tried wearing perfect wigs and looking beautiful and always having makeup on, but it was too much to carry. I actually went through cancer treatment for two and a half years straight. And if you've never heard Beating Cancer Daily before, I had three surgeries, 44 radiation treatments, over two and a half years of chemotherapy with as much as three chemos a day. So that was a lot to carry being a single mom working full time. I started Comedy Cures, the Comedy Cures Foundation for my chemo chair. So I was carrying two jobs at first, my real job and then starting the charity. And then eventually the charity got so busy, I wound down my personal prior job and then really focused on Comedy Cures programs full time. But could you imagine saying that to someone? especially if you are a cancer patient right now or a survivor, 
Can you imagine someone who doesn't have cancer calling you cancer Barbie? My goodness. Anyway, I was kind of complimented and stunned and insulted all at the same time. But my natural reaction was to just laugh because that's what I do when I am nervous or don't know what to say or just I'm having a good time, very relaxed. I just laugh. So I just laughed and I, I let the comment just, you know, waft away and didn't really address it. But then I helped a woman through cancer treatment who was one of the most beautiful Persian women I've ever seen. And she did look like Persian Barbie. I wouldn't say cancer Barbie because that wasn't relevant, but she looked like Persian Barbie. And so I don't even know if there is a Persian Barbie, but if there were a Persian Barbie, she would look like that. And in her cancer journey, she looked beautiful through the entire process. Just the way she wrapped her headscarf, the clothes that she wore. She already started with this gorgeous figure and legs up to, you know, the moon. So I, I said to her that I thought she looked like Persian Barbie before she ever got cancer. And then that just became our running joke because even through her whole cancer treatment through today, she's still stunning and still looks perfect. Anyway, I was wondering if you feel pressure to look beautiful while you're going through cancer treatment. I wonder if that's a thing. I didn't really feel that pressure. I liked the way my bald head looked. So being bald was just something that I chose to do. And people said that I looked pretty because I had a good shaped head. I guess they don't know what to compliment when you're 98 pounds, very skinny, and you're bald. But I didn't feel unattractive. I was actually in the best shape of my life in terms of doing yoga seven days a week and really having a six-pack, which is crazy that I decided to do that as part of my empowerment on my cancer journey. There are no rules here. If you want to wear makeup, wear makeup. If you want to wear a wig, wear a wig. If you want to wear a hat, wear a hat. I do see that a lot of women, when they lose their hair, decide to wear big chunky earrings or very decorative necklaces. And that's just a style choice. I didn't do it. I'm kind of petite. And I just felt that all of that would have overwhelmed me. And as I said, I was really exploring being a bald woman. I thought, wow, this is probably the only time in my life where I'm going to be a bald woman. So I might as well experience it to its fullest. And I did have wigs and I did have hats and I did wear them, but I found them incredibly hot. So if you are interested in hearing how to respond when people say terrible things to you when you have cancer. I did an episode called Cancer Say What? 
And there's also an episode that I did about losing my hair and what it's like to be a bald cancer patient and also wigs. So if you're really looking for an episode that addresses more about that feature, I would love for you to go back and hear that. Now, just in terms of the pressure that I feel now as a survivor, I do see that if I'm looking tired, people are really extra concerned. Or if I get really thin, people are very concerned. So I think that's a weird pressure that happens as a survivor, that people are kind of keeping an eye out for how you look. And it's not to judge you. It's just that, you know, they could be on high alert to see if they see that you're having recurrence. Now, I do feel a little bit of pressure, especially being a public figure in the cancer universe, that when I do get on a Zoom that's public facing, that I do put on a little bit of makeup and I do have a light on. But if I'm just hanging out with friends on a Zoom or just talking to somebody for the podcast that I know well, like Jackie or Missy, who are both cancer survivors, no, no, no. I don't put on lighting. I <laughs> I don't put on makeup. I just get in front of that Zoom, you know, full frontal with nothing masking anything. But they understand because they're also cancer survivors and they don't want to get dressed up or look particularly fancy when we get on Zooms. How do you feel? Do you have the energy and want to put on makeup or do your hair? Or do you feel some pressure to kind of look much better because you don't want people to worry about you? We talk about this. That's what chemo sisters and chemo brothers talk about. How we approach the outside world, the way we look, the way we feel, what's expected of us. These are conversations that are really important to have. You are not alone in them. So I'd love to hear what you think about this. Do you feel the pressure to be Cancer Barbie or Cancer Ken? Or do you just feel like you can be exactly where you are? And do you feel like you have to get dressed up and fancy when people come to visit you? Or can you just hang out in bed in your pajamas from the night before and just let your hair be a little matty and just hang out? My grandmother said to me my whole childhood, you must get out of bed. You must look good for your husband. You must wash and brush your hair. You must put on makeup every day and you must put on a clean outfit and clean underwear. And I hear her in my head when I don't do that. She was always perfect. My grandmother was just unbelievably manicured and always went through life looking so polished. But I think, Nana, that's a lot of pressure. And I don't do it. And I feel badly because I actually gave that in her eulogy. She also always told me that my purse had to match my shoes. So I try to do that, actually. 
So there's this really fun cartoon by Liza Donnelly. And it's the image of a movie theater. Barbie's on the big marquee. And a bunch of women are coming out. And one says, I have this urge to lose weight and buy a lot of things. (laughs) That was one person's reaction coming out of the movie. But there was a Barbie meme that I saw that was really funny. It would really work for my friends in Texas and Staten Island. And it's this beautiful, glamorous picture of a blonde Barbie with really big hair. And Barbie says, if anyone ever tells you your hair is too big, get rid of them. You don't need that negativity in your life. (laughs) There's a lot of Barbie humor online, especially Barbie and Ken humor, but some of it I cannot repeat on the podcast. So we'll stick with those two. I hope that you are exactly where you need to be in your cancer journey. You don't hear my Nana in your head and that you just really are where you are. That's where I got to in all of this. And I'd love to know if anyone has called you cancer Barbie or if you're more the Kate McKenna Barbie. Go to comedycures.org, hit the record button and let me know or hit the contact button and leave me a written message. I hope you have a blessed day. I'll see you tomorrow. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then I'd love to ask for you to go to comedycures.org and check out our membership circle levels. You will find even more resources and more programming like our live virtual Q&A sessions with me, our live Comedy Cures events with our very talented comedians, live health builder workshops with Jackie Bryan hosted by me, a robust monthly newsletter, plus much more. It's really an exciting community. So please consider becoming a member, giving it as a gift, telling your friends, telling your hospital support group all about this community. I can't think of a more empowering way to go through a cancer journey or your survivorship or your caregiving experience than with us at Beating Cancer Daily. It's truly an honor to serve you. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.